Cool. Okay, cool. Okay. Welcome to the uh, Miseducation of Ricky Medina podcast. Uh, today, <laughs> we have... Uh, uh, so I've decided... I feel like I have to explain to you and the people that are potentially listening. <laughs> I've decided that uh, the intro is just going to be me introducing the person, but it's introducing how I know you rather okay. than you know you. Okay. Or uh, other people know you. So feel free to, to add things. If no, you go, crazy. go crazy. But um, this is Hans Pierre. He's a, a dancer, an artist, uh, also a teacher. Um, I met Hans through working with the LA Clippers. That's why I got my gear on, if you're watching. <laughs> we danced together for the uh, Hoop Troop. And then um, I guess that's really the only reason why I've needed to know you. If that makes sense, that sounds messed up, but you know what I mean. I, um, I get what you mean. <laughs> I, get, I get what you mean. But I feel like I've. Uh, the Floridians, which we'll talk about in a second, what that even means. The Floridians is something that I've wanted to maintain, and I'm like, no, like I need those people in my life. And you're the only one that like listens because I'll text Sam and be like, hey. And then three months later, he'll be like, hey, and I'm like, you suck. Um, but yeah, like whether that's you working with the Jabwalkies, am I allowed to say that by the way? Yeah, that's okay, cool. I was thinking that when I was telling my students. Um, <laughs> you working with Jabwalkies and me wanting to learn more about that or uh, with stuff with Cal Lutheran or other schools that I've uh, worked with, having you come in like DJ and stuff um, and, and teaching people about whatever. Um, yeah, just like I feel like there's a wealth of knowledge and like admiration I have for you guys and, and you. Um, so it's like, I have to like, make sure I don't lose them and they can't forget about me <laughs> because I'm their biggest fan. Well, um, uh, Pierre, well, damn, Ricky, uh, <laughs> before this started, he was like, yo, you know, my intro and knocked that out of the park. <laughs> I guess. Well, shoot. Um, thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you didn't really miss anything. And if so, we are going to talk for a while. So I yeah. guess, um, but yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, you, me and Ricky have known each other. For a while, um, it started off with uh, with work with the Clippers, as he said, and yeah, we just kind of maintained that friendship for a while. And um, I know that this is about me, but I just want to take a second to say that, like Ricky, oh, no, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, flipping on you, but uh, I've definitely seen uh, Ricky develop into his own, which is which is super cool, and not only within the culture, but just as a leader. Um, so yeah, I'm super honored to be a part of this and just you know, talk some crap. I guess <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try and pull pull back on the swearing because I love swearing, but um, we're gonna see. We're gonna, we're gonna we see. we haven't. That's funny you say that because with my college students, I'm like the times that you have either zoomed in or talked, and you've asked like, "Am I allowed to come?" I'm like, who cares? Yeah. But on the podcast, I I know it's funny because some of my like seventh graders were like, "I listen to your podcast," and I was like, "Oh no, like, yeah." Like, <laughs> like, that's um, what I figured. We're gonna yeah. have a, we're gonna so have a I'm not I'm not beholden to it, but I'm definitely uh, trying. Okay. Um, but yeah, I feel uh, I think that again. I mean, I've told you this in conversation or like when you come in and, and work with the. It's interesting because I feel like in you saying that I've grown into the, the culture. It's funny because, like, so in episode two we had a, a PDS video and we were talking about like it's weird that as a person who didn't grow up in like a hip hop culture and like I came into hip-hop anything related to whether that's dance or like anything culturally was like when I was 17 was when I started to become interested in it mm -hmm. so for me to now be a teacher is like I have some of my teachers looking at me like what are you doing and it like it's weird because I obviously 
in the classroom, I'm like, I recognize my impact. I recognize what I can do and like um, the knowledge that I have and, and the, the, that the students don't have and, and the power. But like, it's weird for, I think why I admire you guys so much is even coming to this apartment, I'm like, oh, like they live in like a hip hop environment, <laughs> which is like, it, what does that even mean? But um, yeah, like when I would come over here to train with Sam or or when I would like, I remember uh, very specifically, there's there was a, I talk about this all the time, actually. I show this video to all my students, but you guys danced at uh, freestyle sessions and I think you battled versus style for the finals or something like that, mm-hmm. the first style fellows. And uh, I'm not sure if it was the finals. But you guys did a routine that before when I was hanging out with you guys before the the day started, and you guys were just like messing around and being goofy, and Sam did, or I think Sam was doing a slow motion walk, and you came up and you started like ruffling his jacket, and then you guys were like, "That's funny, that's funny." Never did you say like we're gonna use that later. It was just like that was a funny moment, and then fast forward three hours later, you guys in the routine use that, yeah, and I was like, "Man, that's so." And every time I watch it, I get like tingly because I'm like, "That wasn't." That wasn't a choreography set where they rehearsed it and they were five, six, seven, eighting, and then it wasn't like a dance. It was just like you guys having a relationship and it reflecting your art. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ooh, that's so much cooler. <laughs> it's so much cooler to me than than to have like this structured like we have to get this set ready for a battle and like yeah. this is what's gonna make us win. You know, yeah. it's and just like you guys acting goofy, really. And it, it's cool. It's cool that you were a part of the process because not a lot of people get to see that yeah uh, whether it be because they're just literally not around or because we don't really um i don't want to say allow but just yeah i guess the first one is pretty good like just they're just not around to see it yeah um but that's that's kind of how we created a lot of stuff you know um it, it it's organic it's it's natural and um sometimes it's not even for anybody else but us you know yeah. sometimes we're just like hey this shit is hilarious to us and if we commit to it and we do it then it's it's gonna do whatever the hell it's gonna do and at the very least we can look back on it and be like hey remember that one time you know there's been plenty of moments like uh we had a one of our first largest scale battles in colorado at an event called block party um our crewmate x was like trying out like different hat tricks and stuff like that and i think that he um he did one and he failed it and then we all just kind of looked at the hat and then we all just went crazy and then we were like we're gonna do it and then same thing like flash forward like like we had a moment where we threw the hat at x and he missed it and we all looked at it and then we all just went crazy and the crowd went nuts it was and it we didn't really do no there was no double back flips no you know beat kills but we were just like committed and i think that commitment really yeah shines a lot of stuff you know i i talk about i i use so i use your uh that clip that I just talked about the freestyle sessions mm-hmm. where I'm teaching like a group of kids that doesn't know what a battle looks like it's nice. like this is in today like you can go back to like Beat Street and like yeah. you know the old school like what you might imagine but which like, is which is by the way crazy that you're using um you're using footage of, of of battle stuff to kind of like teach um people about the culture like that's something that is a crazy concept to me, you know, because like, mm. if, I I just never imagined something that I was like a competition or something like that being used to educate others, and so that's yeah, I just wanted to say that's 
it's crazy too because That's like crazy. you and I ha- I have to preface it with because every battle is different yeah and like for that battle that I show I'm like there's four people sometimes there's one sometimes yeah. there's two sometimes it's a whole crew sometimes you know um, and the idea of like what a round is is mm-hmm. like something that you and I know just because we we practice it but for a student to be like why are they taking turns why don't they just dance at the same time you know yeah um, so it's interesting uh, but I always use I use that clip. Um, and then what was the other clip that I, oh, uh, I used your guys' um, it was an exhibition battle dance fight when it was, uh, Texas versus Florida. Ah. And, uh, <laughs> that one routine where you guys were doing, like, the Wu-Tang stuff, and yeah, then, yeah. you know, um, I feel like the, cause I, I try to, so with the first clip, the first style one, I try to say this is what a battle looks like. With the second clip, I, I tie it into, like, well, two things. One, like, regional dancing and, like, how... When hip hop moves from a different place, it, it looks a little different, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which absolutely. is is cool to see, like especially in that battle where it's like in real time, like flashing back to these these. Everybody's an amazing dance in the room, so it's not like one style is better than the other. It's mm. just they're different. Um, but uh, also like the the concept of the cipher, which I feel like is I'm a big nerd about, but mm. like seeing you guys use it in real time is nice. Um, how do you? Because you also battle as an individual. Maybe even... Do you feel like you battle less as an individual than in a group? I... It's tough because um, I... Which I, we should also say... I say battle as if like it's today, but we haven't battled in yeah, years because <laughs> of COVID. So. Yeah, aside, aside from uh, Freestyle Session, which was in November, I... That was my first battle in like two years. Mm-hmm. So I and and before that, like I had just started um, dabbling here and there. Um, I feel like I'm more of a fan of of crew battles than I am of individual battles. Um, moving moving forward into like the next couple of years, so I'm I'm gonna be exploring like one on ones again, and I've and I've been able to win a couple of like one on ones like here and there. Um, but I'm I'm more of a fan of the crew element just because of the um the the opportunity to to create with with more people and just there's just more there's just more of an ability to um to be creative to mm-hmm. to do things either with with a person uh together from one person to another like there's just so many different like things that you can do and then if you add like a two-on-two or three-on-three or four-on-four like there's there's it's 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 limitless as opposed to like a one-on-one and it's you and it's another person and then you go or they go or then and then you go and then they go mm-hmm. and then it, that's it as opposed to like a, a crew battle where it's like both of them or one into another mm-hmm. or like you know there's just so many uh opportunities but yeah i'm i'm more i'm definitely more of a fan of of crew battles than than ones i feel like you guys make I have not kept this a secret, so I don't need to not say it here, but I've wanted to be a, Fl- a Floridian since I met you guys, and I'm always lobbying for myself, and one day I will be, I believe. He's also um, not the only person who's done so. <laughs> well, maybe, no, not even the longest either. I was going to say the <laughs> But I was, I was, I think even a testament to that is I feel like you guys make it look so fun to be like part of a crew, yeah. which there are other crews out there that um not to say that they don't make it look fun but it looks like uh like a lot of work mm-hmm. and it's like you have to show up and you have to rehearse and you have to whatever so we can look good but i feel like you guys 
And knowing you guys are just a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds so diminishing, but I hope you know. Yeah, what I mean. well, no, um, it's a big deal because yeah. sometimes that's not the case. They're not friends. Yeah, they're there to battle and they're there the to dance together. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that might. Uh, I don't know because just from a differing perspective, but like the reason why you like crew battling so much is because you have uh, you actually have a crew. Because <laughs> like when I I couldn't like crew battles more because I don't have a group of people that's like I've been dancing with for so long. I'm that close with for so long. And, yeah. You know. Um, yeah, but it's it's so like uh, it's so special like what you guys do. Especially what you guys do, but literally, like, Sam was just, like, yelling in the apartment, and I was just, like, getting all <laughs> nostalgic, because I haven't been here in so long, but I'm, like, the atmosphere is great, but then when you guys do it on a stage, it's just, like, oh, yeah. they're, like, so, they're so good. It's cool, it's cool that you said that we, like, in quotes, like, make it look easy. Um, I think that, like, translates to, like, um, it just feeling natural, or it's, yeah. like, not a thing that we are doing. Um, and even before, like, before we were, like, the Floridians, I think I had that, like, um, I had that relationship with my crewmate, Breland, you know? Mm -hmm. So before it was, like, 12 of us, me and Breland would do a lot of, like, crew stuff. And I think it's, um, I, I, I think that it's not only, not only just dance, because you're right, a lot of, a lot of crews don't worry about the friendship aspect as much as they do like the dance aspect Mm -hmm. and i think that um floridians is cool to me because uh, on top of the fact that we are some some really talented dancers like we are we're also really tight with each other or we try to be you know as tight with each other as possible and um we realize that like now we've kind of like transcended past the idea of a dance crew yeah like we're we're kind of like we're definitely like a family, but it's it's bigger than dance, not only because of like, you know, competing, but also like the things we do, the things we stand for. And, um, I think that I think that it's really easy to get caught up in like competing and making a name for yourself and like all that stuff. But like at the very base of a crew should at least be some type of friendship. And like um, we just met up on, on Zoom not too long ago. Because we're going to be 10 years as a crew this year, which wow. is crazy. Um, but one of the things I, I I mentioned that dawned on me was the idea that, like, if none of us did a dance move again, like, for, you know, the rest of our time, like, the Floridians would be fine. Yeah. Like, you know, as as an entity, as a thing that exists, like, you know, as as us together, you know, like if if we don't do another crew battle or one on one or anything like that, like our bond as you know a crew is is pretty tight. So so that that's interesting to say because I was gonna ask. Um, well, one thing that I think is that hip hop uh, people in hip hop culture do better than most people actually mm-hmm. is the idea of like teaching yourself something um, or or using a small community to teach yourself something yeah um so with you with djing i feel like um when i first met you i didn't know at all that you were a dj and now i feel like i actually kind of know you more as a dj than Mm. as a man which is probably covid related Mm. um but like your relationship with that um has evolved and then same thing with sam like i haven't 
I've listened to Sam's music more recently than I've watched a video of him dance, you know? Probably because it doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) And new videos of Sam dancing do probably probably don't exist. And then uh, uh, Breland, like he... uh, I think two two years ago, I had him do something with artwork. So like, and again, I'm a nerd. So like all of these, you know, the textbook things of hip hop that you can find and including those four elements. Mm -hmm. But do you feel like you guys jumping to different things is because like if today I started rapping, it would be an intentional like I want to grow my mind and the spirit of hip-hop so yeah. I want to push to do this other art form or do you think it's just something that you're interested in so it's like why not um I can't speak f- directly for the guys but I know that for myself um and I, I guess I could take it like an, an educated guess on how they feel too but I think it's um all a part of the culture um I think that there has to be some type of conscious decision to get into something like mm-hmm. I you know you can be inspired by something and you can have like an interest, but you have to make a decision to be like, okay, I'm going to invest my time right. and my energy into this thing so that I can now grow it and so that it becomes either a better hobby or something past the hobby, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I think that it's um, one, a huge part of the culture because it's all connected, really. Like, you know, um, all the inspiration comes from the culture for me at least and and I started off with the culture first and then I went into parts of the culture mm-hmm. so like instead of me being like I'm a dancer and now I'm going to get into hip hop I was into hip hop and then through hip hop I found dance and yeah. I found uh, music and, and so those parts I guess were always a part of me mm-hmm. um, but but I, I was having like a block within like dance and I was like okay well I can still be a part of dance with DJing and music and this is kind of what what, what motivates my dance so I can just be a part of this you know yeah. so I think that like um, for myself it just kind of like it just kind of happened and then I realized there's a space to um, to grow in it and like it, it can take me into like different places and it's cool to, it's cool for me to hear you say that um, now you kind of like know me more as a DJ um, because I go through phases. Mm-hmm. I go through like hella hardcore phases and like to be honest, it's been a real struggle to even want a DJ nowadays because I'm finding out that I'm more of a social G- DJ. I'm mm-hmm. more of like I love to DJ for parties mm-hmm. and battles and things that I can see somebody be like, oh my god, how dare you play this? You know, like that's what I enjoy the most and so because of COVID and not having those you know opportunities to do so I've been kind of like uh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll uh I, I guess I'll you know um but yeah it's also like not putting pressure on myself because you know when I feel like it I feel like it just like with dance when I feel like it, I feel like it when yeah. I don't feel like it I don't feel like it yeah know? so so you said that you had to with the I don't remember how you said it exactly, but like officially stating an interest. And I feel like that with the podcast, I was like, I have to buy these expensive mics. And like, (laughs) but I I probably like in a weekend when I I just, I don't even remember why, but I made the decision like, I'm going to do this because I've been talking about it for like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just going to do it. Um, I bought like $600 worth of equipment. Mm -hmm. And it was like, now I can't go back. (laughs) So. 
Do you, how did you make, because I've looked into how expensive those things are. Yeah. How did you make the decision to go, I'm going to actually buy a Serato. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's actually, it's funny story. That's actually my third controller for okay. now. I started off with a smaller one. I started off with a, um, like a two channel. It's called the SB2. It's like a smaller version of that. Um, I had one and then I think I broke it or I did something to it. I just didn't take a good of it. And um, I bought, I got another one, and then I realized that you know I needed more to do like more complex stuff and like you know the gigs I was getting and just looking more professional. And so uh, my crewmate Amos was here from Kazakhstan, and he bought one so that he can DJ while he was here, and then he didn't take it with him, so I bought it off mm -hmm. of him. And um, but when I started, <clears throat> excuse me, when I started, I use somebody else's mm -hmm. so that I can, you know, figure out if this was something that I wanted to do. Right. And, you know, um, like there was a, like the, there's a, there's a dance studio called ML and in their original space, they opened up a general store and the, the owners of the general store would leave their DJ equipment there. And so I would always just go in and just practice for however long. And then I realized, yeah, okay. Like, I definitely want to do this, you know, but you have to definitely go through like all phases of it. You have to try it. Right. Um, you know, I used to DJ straight from my computer and then I, I was like, okay, let me try it on somebody else's equipment. Okay. Let me get my own equipment. And I know this sucks because the stuff is like four five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars, <laughs> you know, but like, if this is something that I really want to do, I'll get into it. But you also, like, and this is good for the podcast too. Like you also kind of, need to think about uh like why you're doing it or what mm -hmm. kind of um fulfillment you're getting from it yeah because during the pandemic i i was like i'm gonna get into turntables and i'm gonna buy a, a turntable mixer and i'm gonna get it in and then i bought one and and uh like i went on offer up and i like i got like a cheap turntable and like a okay mixer and i was doing it and i was like that was when I realized that, like, I like to DJ socially. And mm -hmm. so, like, I spent all this money on this equipment, and it'll help me and grow. But, like, I don't really need it at this point, you yeah. know? Like, so it's, it's it was, sometimes sometimes it, it pays off, and sometimes it's like, oh, okay. Um, I'm thinking about what I can do with it as opposed to what I actually want to right. do with this and what fulfillment it gives me. So it's like, it's give or take. You got to try it out. Either way, you, you got to try it out yeah um i'm kind of all over the place because i feel like i have a thousand things to, no that's to why ask we're, we're you. because you said um uh something with the reason why you wanted to start djing was because you uh you hit a block with dance yeah and i think it's hilarious to hear you say that because when somebody like one of my students and shout out to scripts college i know they're listening to this but somebody like one of the scripts kids who um like learns about you, sees you perform, think uh, sees all the things that you do, and like oh my gosh, that guy's a jabberwocky. Like just saying that alone is like to to a, maybe a person who hasn't peeled back the curtain is like oh they're like the truth, you know. Mm -hmm. And then to hear them say like oh I had a block dance wise, yeah, uh, it's so refreshing to hear because I think yeah. as even at, at artists at the very very top, like artists that are you know a list whatever yeah. like. Somebody like Twitch, who I feel maybe is like the the top dance hip hop guy that the world may know. Yeah. Um, 
they also get like those moments where I'm like, oh, I'm not that inspired right now or whatever. Yeah. Um, with how, how do you? Well, I I don't know. Maybe maybe more for them than for me because I totally get it. But how do you? Be a Jabberwocky and also be less than inspired. <laughs> because so a person that a person would hear that and be like, "What are you talking about?" Well, it's also it's all subjective, uh, because somebody I could there there are plenty of people that I um, would look at who, who are doing stuff and I'm like, "Wow, you're doing that," you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it and there's there's people who are looking at the at your students who's like wow you're doing that right, you know? so right. it's all it's all subjective um i think that i've definitely been able to accomplish a lot of cool things in my lifetime um of course jabberwockies being one of the things um award shows and battles and blahs of blah blah um <laughs> but you know at the at the at the root of it there was like this it's it's always crazy to to think about but there was a time where I was not good at dance, like there was, there's definitely, there's definitely a time, I, and and I know that Ricky has been like showing like all these cool videos, but <laughs> I think it is now my responsibility to also send Ricky these awful videos oh, of you dancing as well to, to to contrast, and they're out there, and I got them, so like you know, I, I, but um, I I sometimes with that I sometimes tell the my students because I I I definitely felt it this year when I was showing the middle school students that have no concept of dance and then I show them like ten videos of people that we all know and love yeah. and then I go okay let's stand up and dance and they have like well I don't want to dance like and I'm like no you don't get it like if you've seen a video of someone that probably means they're like of the top two percent of the world yeah like they're probably the best of the best of the best and there's still people that would chomp them down. And, and they, they probably like nothing. And they probably just have a camera too. Yeah, you know? like they probably because there's there's super cool people who will never see, and there's yeah yeah quote unquote really bad people that will never see. You know, and so um, it's all it's it's all subjective. You know, mm-hmm. um, as far as like you know hitting a block and and just not feeling inspired sometimes um, that's a that's a supernatural thing a super natural not supernatural <laughs> but a very natural thing. It's a spiritual thing it's a spiritual thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very natural thing that happens because you know you sometimes get lost in the sauce you sometimes change uh, as a person and the things that you were interested in you're no longer interested in sometimes um, you get you know held back by your body and your body doesn't mm-hmm. let you do the things that you want to do and you know an injury makes you sit down sometimes you're you just in a, in, in a different place and whether you've been able to accomplish a lot of things or um do x y x y z you know um a, a block can always happen and that's why it's always important to continue to try and be inspired or or, or you know find things that that pique your interest or at the at the very root never ever forget that you started somewhere and you know, it's always an uphill climb, no matter what, like how you see it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was. I have so many because questions. people and, and because people will look at Ricky like, oh my God, you dance for the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, and Ricky would be like, oh, you know, it's just something that I did. You know, and that's the same. That's the same attitude. <laughs> No, you know what? I oversell it. I'm like, it was the coolest thing I'll ever do in my life. It'll never get better. 
Um, that was going to be one of my next questions, was if you had to pick a number one moment from the Clippers. Oh, from the Clippers. Okay, yeah. I thought you guys say like, in my... In, in no, that's too, big. No. that's too big. Oh, from the Clippers? Um, I don't know. I think... Uh, um, I think All Star Weekend was pretty cool. Yeah, cool. I think, um, I think, yeah, that was that was probably the 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 peak because um, even though Clippers, even though the the experience was was really cool, um, if I'm to be honest, it was kind of watered, you know, like in in like the behind the scenes. Um, not to poop on it a, a little bit or, or to kind of like ruin the fantasy, but like, you know, there was a lot of things that we weren't able to do. There's a lot of, yeah. um, I don't want to say rights, but there was, we just didn't have like a, a lot of ability to do stuff um, as, as artists, you know, we weren't, yeah. we, you know, we, we did the most we could, we would create stuff and, but you know, um, we, we were entertainers and sometimes entertainers. So we didn't really get to do a lot of stuff. And so, um, All Star Weekend was cool because it was kind of the the peak of everything that we got to do, and that was actually my last year because I was like, well, I know it's not going to get any better than this. <laughs> so I was like, well, yeah, you know, did you do three or four years? Three years. Okay. I did. I did three years, and um, after that, I was like, you know, All Star Weekend was cool because you know celebrities and um, the athletes that you know were around and um, the performances and and you know. Um, yeah, just all that stuff was 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 probably my favorite. Um, but then after that, I was like, I remember. So the reason why I I still remember my audition very clearly and seeing you guys and being like, well, they're definitely gonna get it. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. But uh, <laughs> the only reason that I I auditioned for that, um, Haley, who was uh, one of the the spirit girls at the time, yes. uh, was also a dancer at uh, UCLA and knew that I was a big Clippers fan. And she was like, hey, just so you know, this is this is a thing. Like, go to this audition. And I was like, ooh, I'll go to the audition and maybe I'll see a player. I, like, never, yeah. which is hilarious because yeah. that's not going to happen. But I never expected to, like, get it. And then when I got it, I was like, I don't care about the dance aspect. I just want to, like see the players and like get floor seats to every single game which is exactly what I loved about it um and I remember asking you because the your third year uh I couldn't do it because I I moved back home um and it was just it was going to be like a three-hour drive every day and it was not worth that check unfortunately um (laughs) but it was it was already already better but uh I remember it's asking you like, oh, how what? And I was totally like having FOMO. I was like, oh, I miss I miss being around. And I asked you how it was, and you're like, yeah, it's okay. And I was like, what do you mean? And you were like, well, I mean, like we're not dancing. Yeah. And I like had to reflect, and I was like, I guess like if you go to that job to dance, then you would you probably wouldn't be fulfilled. Yeah. And I think that you either got to really love basketball or really love the Clippers to like want to stay there for a long time you know and the thing about it was that the, what you the the other half of what you what you described was was also me i also i i love basketball basketball mm-hmm. was my life before i danced actually um and you know that was another reason why i was super excited but as i as i mentioned before there was a lot of stuff that we couldn't do so yeah. like we could we couldn't even really watch the games we had to stay yeah, in the tunnel yeah. we you know we had to stay 40 yards away from the from the 
the players and coaches and and you know we didn't really have access to stuff we um you know we would have to take the long way around so yeah, that we yeah. wouldn't run into anybody and you know we couldn't make eye contact with the celebrities and you know um so at the very base of it it was like okay at least we get to dance on the court yeah. you know whether it be a, a a timeout or you know um you know something we get to at least dance on dance on the court a little bit and then they pulled back the dancing and tumbling and all the cool stuff so it was like wow we're just here to throw t-shirts and help with co- with with contests and it's like I can't. You don't need to be a dancer to do that. You, yeah, exactly. Absolutely, you didn't need to be a dancer to do that. And I'm not even getting my my basketball fix. Like, right. you know, what I'm saying I'm right. not even I'm not even able to to watch these nail biter games. I'm not I'm not able to you know um, see these teams beat up on the Clippers because because <laughs> when we were there, they were not good. <laughs> but you know, I didn't get to see LeBron come in and do X Y Z. Like, I didn't get to like see like a lot of that stuff and so it was like yeah this is fun but after all-star weekend it was like this is like the peak it's like uh, it's just, I'm, yeah i'm good and it was starting to get in the way of um other jobs too that right. i was doing around that same time my third my second or third year i think i missed like 40 percent of the season because i was mm-hmm. doing like you know other stuff so i was like you know it's, it's time to call it my my favorite memory was definitely the the I think we only did two games, but just dunking the acro dunking. I was like, it's so funny. I have a. I was not built for that. Was, <laughs> you think I was? I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was not barely got that. up. Um, I feel like the only reason I did that is because I I did the rehearsals that I don't think we got paid for, and I was like, I'll go. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I have I remember my mom some I think in the during that season my mom sent me a picture and she was like this is hilarious and it was a picture of when I was in kindergarten or something and it was like a book where it was like, this is what my house looks like and then draw your, your house. Mm. And it's just little kid stuff. But one of them was when I grow up, I want to be a, and then you're supposed to draw a picture and it's me dunking a basketball. Oh my God. And, I, and then I was like, Oh my God. Like, it's not exactly how I the thought it was going to look. Has but it <laughs> yeah. That's how it felt. It was so cool. That is tight. Um, cool. Okay. So I feel like it has to be vastly different to be a Jabberwocky because and also knowing you guys because I feel like you guys are such performers in a way of again like you you guys make people feel like they're having fun while you're watching them mm-hmm. um, which isn't to say that you don't your your strength is not in danceability but I think your your um, you know those like skill hexagons in those video games yeah. like you guys your technique is really really pulled apart but also like your party starting ability is pulled apart <laughs> all the way so um so how was that and well how is it when you're performing with a mask nobody can see your face are you still thinking about performing your with, when maybe you don't even have to think about performing with your face but like um how was it so there's there's a bit of discretion that i that i have to have okay. when talking about it just just for this not only because of the the idea of what the what what it is that we're talking about but also because like you know um for for those who enjoy it you don't you don't want to sure. hear too much about how I can also how Mickey Mouse out you know you at Disney. no 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 that's good okay. um but you know you just don't want to you, you just don't want to ruin the magic um, yeah. i will say that like from it's 
it's tough, you know, um, from, from, from what I can say. And, and not everybody, um, I can't say not everybody because anybody can do whatever they put their mind to. But it, it's a very um, specific skill set that needs to be acquired to do something like that. Um, not only because of what weight it, it holds and the lineage behind it, but mm-hmm. also because of the degree of difficulty it has, just, just in, in general. Um, you know, and and on top of that, it's it's a huge responsibility. It's a huge responsibility, um, and I think that's the even tougher part. Um, aside from like the physicality and, and and choreography and you know the specifics and everything like that, like it's it's more so um, upholding the standard and and wow, and, yeah. and being a part of something that um, that. Mm, how would I, how would I put it? Being a part of something that's that's so important to, to culture and 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 in the world, you know, it's like it's it's really big shoes to fill. So yeah. you know, um, there's there's a there's a there's it's a huge ego check, and it's like mm. and and to be a part of it is like you know, even myself, like um, I don't. It's a, it is a definitely a badge of honor, um, but I. I try not to, uh, you know, speak about it too much. Like I let others speak about it, and I'll and I'll speak to people about it. But um, for myself, it's 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 actually a it's a, it's more of a blessing because when you me as a dancer, like I I just never imagined to be a part of something like that. Yeah. And so um, I think the the main thing that I'll say is is um, the, the main thing I'll say is that me being able to, to be a part of this thing should give anyone the, the confidence to do whatever they see, whatever, whatever they see for themselves. Yeah. Um, because nothing is, in, nothing is impossible, you know, as, as long as you put yourself in the right places and you ready yourself in the right ways. Like, I think that it, it, it only looks impossible on paper, but the things that have been accomplished before that were also impossible and then they were made possible so it's not you know the same the same thing for for me being a part of this can also be said yet again about being a part of the nba organization Mm -hmm. you know whether it be as hoop troop or as a player it could be said about um moving to california or living in california it could be the same thing could be said about being a college professor or you know um just just anything it's like it there's no ceiling for the things that you want to accomplish you just have to figure out one what it is that you actually want to do and make sure that it's not based on anything but your own thoughts and opinions and feelings Mm -hmm. and then how do i do this thing yeah you know um yeah but it's hard. Yeah. I I started laughing in the middle of that because when you said the lineage thing, the metaphor that I connected in my mind, and I, I didn't, I wouldn't have thought about that unless you said it, but the metaphor I connected was like, oh, if I, sorry, when I become a Floridian, yes. I would not, I would have that thought of like, oh, I'm like representing Hans now, you know, like you're not just yourself anymore. Yeah. You're, you're representing something bigger. And, and, and we and and we tell people like it, it it's not like no you can't be a Floridian yeah yeah, yeah. you actually but on the application there's no application <laughs> but on the application 
it, it clearly states that you have to spend four to six months in Florida. Yeah, yeah, I'll get there. You know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. But yeah, uh, you're right. You know, yeah, that's the exact same thing. Like you, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not just Hans when I when I do that. Um, I represent everybody who was a part of that and built that. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they be you know still a part of it or not a part of it anymore, you know, yeah. Um, a part of what was created and it's just, it's bigger it's, yeah it's bigger than and you yeah. you finished it with saying nothing's impossible and i had the metaphor in my head still and i'm like you're right i will be a flirt. <laughs> um i see it, <laughs> I see it. uh and I, I told you as i walked in that i wanted to ask you more about shoe stuff yes yeah. you are a, as you can see behind you us uh, you're an avid shoe collector. Or here. And, if you're and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the sound of shoes. Sneakers, sneakers. <laughs> um, my students are super, super into shoes. And it's, it's hilarious because some of my students won't dance. And I'm like, Brian, what's up? Like, how can you're not moving? And he's like, oh, I, I don't want to crease my sneakers. <laughs> and they literally, like, that's a regular. And they look at me like, what? And I'm like, that's hilarious. Let's move on. And they're like, no, I can't crease my shoes. And I have, there's one student that, like, he walks around, as you see on the camera, he walks around like this to yeah, the school with his toes up just so, so he doesn't, funny. and it's hilarious to me. That's so funny. I'm trying, other than, because obviously there is a, a collector bug where you're you're interested in shoes, you like the aesthetic of it, and you just want to get as many as possible, get the, whatever that thing is, that mm-hmm. like is, I think, collecting culture, if you want to call it that. Yeah. But I always try to like go into the deeper root of like hip-hop, what how why do you feel like shoe collecting is so like connected culturally to hip hop? Um there's a lot of different there's a lot of different ways that is that is connected to hip hop. I think that um just from a creative standpoint, um a lot of sneakers come from um black well hip hop culture is essentially like black culture. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the designers or the creators of these things um, come from that same culture, you know, and so I think that it's kind of like a staying together type of type of thing, you know. Um, and when you really look at it, like sneaker culture has been a part of, or fashion culture has been a part of um, hip hop hip hop culture just as long, if you know. Yeah. Um, and so you look at athletes who who kind of create these the you know or or promote these 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 things you see artists who wear this stuff you see you know the designers who make it obviously um but it's all a part of it's it's all connected you know and it's and the 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 biggest thing about about hip-hop culture and um all of it is self-expression and i think that it gives you the ability to express yourself in whatever way that you want you know um and I, it's it's a it's a huge part. It's definitely different. I started I started appreciating shoes. I don't want to say collecting. I started appreciating shoes when I was in middle school. I want to say like seventh or eighth grade. Um, I had a cousin named Matthew who was really into who was really into that stuff. He was older than me. He was probably like maybe like three or four years older than me. Um, and he was a collector and he would have all the stuff. And, um, I think that was, uh, 2004 or five, I think. So that was, you know, way in the past, you know, there was still, you know, 
love for shoes and shoe culture, but there was it wasn't as crazy as it was now. There's all this obviously like internet was was scarce, you know, we were still on the I was still on AOL. So, you know, like there was like no bots and online and stuff like that. You had to get up and go to a store to yeah. buy it. You had to like wait or you had to know somebody or, you know, or you'd go to school and see everybody with them and you not have them. And so it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was a huge thing. And I went to a uniform middle school. So sneakers were the only thing you had. Everybody wore the same thing except for the their shoes. We wore khaki pants, button-down shirts with the school's maroon t-shirt, or you wore your gym uniform, which is a maroon t-shirt and a maroon, and maroon sweatpants, and all we had was sneakers. And so, and like I said before, it's a way to express yourself. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a huge part. It's definitely yeah. a huge, huge, huge part of. Um, hip hop culture. That's my the school that I teach at now is also uniformed and almost exactly what you just described is their uniform, the khakis, yeah. and either white or uh, gray, blue, or red, maroon. And I I think it's funny that your students do that because I like you know I also like I said I played sports so I was also into like you know basketball sneakers as well. Mm-hmm. But like I was I. <laughs> You gotta have you, you gotta know what you're doing. Like you, if, if if these are your nice shoes, you have to bring non nice shoes yeah, to do yeah. stuff in because otherwise you're just gonna be lacking on the stuff that you're supposed to be doing. You're yeah. gonna be late to class because you're walking like a duck. You're gonna not be doing you know dance like the way <laughs> the way that you're supposed to be like doing. It. You're gonna get mad when you when you scuff or somebody else scuffs your your good shoes when you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. Bring other shoes. Just, yeah. just bring other shoes. The one of the first days. The kid, he had a, a pair of like it's the Air Force ones with like the straps. Yeah, yeah, the highs, yeah. Probably, yeah. And uh, he came out like pulled me aside. And he's like, Mister, I don't want to. And he like made it all. And I'm like, Why? And he's like, my shoes. And I'm like, Bro, get back in line. Like, yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. talking? And I told, and he was serious. And I was like, You can take your shoes off. And he's like, No. And I was like, You got to figure it out. Yeah. Like next class, yeah. come with different shoes. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. this is not a thing. Yeah, you don't exactly. get to not dance. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, that's funny. That's, yeah, that's, that's they're, really funny. they're clowns. Now, you speaking of teaching, I never actually got to take your guys' class, um, and I don't feel bad about saying that because you guys only offered your class like four times. <laughs> so it's, it's limited choices. But I know that uh, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, it was you, it might have been the four of you, you, Sam, X, and Breland, teaching like a freestyle class mm-hmm. or I'm sure it was worded in a, in a more specific yeah, freestyle, way freestyle class. yeah um how do you and maybe I'm asking you to give all your secrets away maybe but how do you do that because I feel like um and maybe maybe you you would have a similar thing but like for my students for example I remember the very first day I'm you I'm coming from a background where like teaching in dance studios or like at the colleges yeah. or wherever even in schools like they have an interest in dance so when you say we're going to dance they're like okay we that's mm-hmm. why we're here these students were put into dance and when they got my class everybody was like oh. yeah and i was like uh yeah. so on the very first day i was like we're gonna do this uh this ex this warm-up this ex isolation part whatever Everybody, five, six, seven, eight, and no one moved a muscle. Mm. And I was dancing full out in the yeah, front, yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. follow me. And everybody was just staring at me. And I was like, no. oh, God, this is going to be hard. Yeah. So, like, it's weird because under normal circumstances, teaching freestyle is like, 
day two, maybe not day one, but like day two, start start thinking about how do you incorporate whether it's variations on vocabulary or mm-hmm. uh, any type of like freestyle movement. But these kids, I feel like I've been with them six months and I just the other day was like, let's try freestyling and it didn't go, it didn't go bad, but it yeah. didn't go well. Yeah. So how do you like, mm-hmm. what is your approach when thinking of like teaching a person how to freestyle? Because I feel like that's very much a thing that's like written on my heart. Right when I started dancing, I was like, I want to freestyle. And like, I didn't, nobody had to like, prompt me you mm-hmm. know okay so that's that's tough i'm gonna try not to to, to go forever with this one um okay so the first the, what you basically asked was like how do we do it sure um so when we teach freestyle classes freestyle is is a, a tough thing because the it's so broad yeah you know what i'm saying and so like how do you teach freestyle so a lot of the things that, that, that we like to focus on um, is like the self, you know, because freestyle is essentially being able to be comfortable with who you are and doing whatever you want to. Um, sometimes according to the music, sometimes not, depending on how you feel. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, but so so we, we do that. We, we, we first chisel away at the fear of people being themselves. Because if you're afraid of being yourself or if you're not confident in the things that you do or your ideas, freestyling, and that's the block that a a lot of people run into when the idea of freestyling comes into play. That because there's a lack of confidence. It's the same thing when you hear like technically trained dancers or studio kids, whatever the case may be, there's a lack of confidence in what they think they can and can't do Mm -hmm. and the comparison to those who have trained or have developed that sense of confidence and so we work on developing that and making sure that people know that hey there's no right or wrong answer with with freestyle or or dance in general there's technique but like there's 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 no right or wrong answer you can kind of do whatever the hell you want to so we kind of we spend a lot of time um like we have things like that we do where we like you know empty the bag and stuff like that to where we just get people just dancing. Mm-hmm. We, we get them. We 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 normally uh, with the, with the beginning of our classes we just get people dancing. We'll play a song. We go dance. Um, and if you're not and if you and it's tough because I know you're trying to apply it to to your classes, but like for us, if you came here, you came right, here. Right. You came here to learn how to freestyle. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So it's like. For you to be scared to freestyle in a freestyle class, you're gonna have a tough time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so we, you know, we play music, we let it, we let people dance, and then you know, we we turn the music down and we'll be like, okay, how was that? Did it feel good? It, I don't, we don't really know. We weren't really looking at you. Mm-hmm. This is for you. Yeah. So we we reinforce the idea that this class is for you. What you're doing is for you. The things that are that you're exploring. The decisions that you're making are all for you, and it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks. You know, same thing when you get to a cipher. When you get to a cipher, that's when you're freestyling in a cipher. That moment is for you. That moment is is for you to express yourself, not to make other people think that you look cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, you, we we hone in on the self. Once you're once you're good with yourself, anything else is just development and, 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 and training, you know. So after we spend a lot of time and 
you know, we do, Sam does a lot of talking and he's really good at like reinforcing the idea of like self-confidence and being okay with who you are. Um, once we get past that, that, then we start working on ways to um, further your freestyle, you know, techniques and, and, and you know, practices and games and stuff that, that help you grow things like your creativity, your musicality, your your dynamic, you know, um, but you can't you can't do anything with any of that until you're comfortable with yourself. Yeah. So first it's yourself, um, you know. Then it's what you do with yourself, and then and then it's what you do with yourself in front of people, and having mm-hmm. having the confidence to to do that to maintain your your sense of like personality in yourself, no matter where you are, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like a development thing and. Um, you basically just play a bunch of games and, and, you know, we help people shed, shed that fear and that, you know, that uneasiness of just being yourself. Yeah. You know, um, it's funny hearing you yeah. say that too. Cause, uh, I remember Sam. So I, I trained with Sam for probably like six months. I would come over here like once a week or so, maybe like three times a month. Um, and we would go to the park and we would dance and you would be there sometimes and it was just whoever was in the mood to dance I feel Um, and one day it like sticks with me because one day Sam played a song and he was like just dance and I was like what do you mean and he was like just dance I was like okay and I started like performing yeah. and Sam's like no 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 he saw the music he's like why are you like just dance what would you be doing in your room what would if you turn the song on the shower how would you be dancing and I was like I don't even know like it's weird and again I feel like that has to do with me literally coming to Sam saying make me a better dancer knowing that every day I would show up was like I'm gonna practice and train for like this thing and Sam was like you're trying too hard. Like <laughs> all you have to do is just be yourself. And yeah. it's a, it even still, I feel like it's it's hard to it's hard and I think that's why you guys are so cool to watch when you dance. It's like those things that you said it earlier, like it just is natural. Mm-hmm. It's like that's it's actually so hard because especially It, it wasn't always natural. Sure. Yeah, that's sure. The big, that's the big but it's like, how do you train something to become and look natural? It feels impossible, at least to me. I think maybe it's just like my personality. But like, when you think, like Sam would also often say, like, you're thinking too hard or you're thinking too much, and I'm like, yeah, but now I'm thinking about not thinking. Mm-hmm. So like, and that I just kind of spiral with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, to like develop that ability and hearing you say that it's connected to being comfortable with yourself makes so much sense. Cause it's yeah, because like, even the idea of like you came to Sam to to be better, you yeah. know, but you but there has to be an acceptance of of yourself before you can start to develop yourself. Like you yeah. have to have an understanding of like, okay, what what is my base and who I, who I am and what I do, and I have to accept that. And, and be okay with that, not to anybody else's standards, but like right. my own, and accept that like whatever I am is is great, and it's all subjective. Sub- subjective, and then we figure out how to develop it right. and, and and do all that. But it used to make me so mad when when we would have days like, and maybe when you were there too, when we would be freestyling and you guys would like pop off for me, and I'm like, I wasn't even like. That was nothing. I don't understand why you guys, like, why did you just cheer for that? Yeah. Like, that wasn't anything. And, again, it's just, like, I, it's because I wasn't really trying that hard. But when I'm, like, and, like, performing, you guys are, like, 
and cheering. And, and we have this idea that we associate cheering with um, with good value. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. with with good. I'm not gonna like, especially like hip hop culture. It's like no easy props, you know, it's, mm-hmm. or stuff like that. But like, um, one thing that we're notorious for is is for showing love for yeah. for authenticity. And it's like it doesn't matter if it was the coolest thing. Like sometimes I'll cheer when somebody falls because it's like. <laughs> You didn't mean to fall, so like you were doing something that was out of body. Like yeah, yeah, yourself, falling. Yeah. Like yeah, like 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 yeah. I'd rather you fall than you know for it to you know be perfect. Like that's that's what it's about. It's not necessarily about like doing something cool. I mean, I will cheer if something is cool, mm-hmm. but it's not the only reason to cheer. It's also yeah, like, you know. Yeah, it's so it's so fun too with you guys like. The idea of cheering is like you guys have seen so much you guys have been in so many battles whether it's a, as a attendee or a participant like mm-hmm. when you get because i feel like i have students that like i popped the other day and all i did was just showing them what a pop is and they were like whoa and it's like for me to pop in front of you you're like that's it you know and i mean you know. but you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah, there, yeah. there are so many like levels so yeah, to to which which goes along with the fact that it's a subjective. Subjective, yeah. It's, it's it, you know, saying like so. But but I think that's what's so great about you guys being this like, again, like I say it all. I've said it before. I say it like the spirit of hip hop, where it's just like it's a party, and you're here for each other, and it's to to unite people. So when you're literally in a battle for representing the United States against another country and you guys are like let's go to the other country it's like everybody else is like why are they cheering for (laughs) their opponents but it's so important it's so cool yeah it's you know it's all it's all love and you know um I used to be a hater (laughs) I used to be I used to be like nothing you can do in front of me is cool you know but then I not only did I have my experiences with other people doing that to me and I hated it, but I also realized it's wasted energy. Mm-hmm. It's wasted energy. It doesn't make me look any better. It doesn't make the person across from me look any worse. And I know what it feels like to receive love when I'm dancing mm-hmm. and what that does to my dance, you know, um, or what that does. Cause we're talking about confidence here. We're talking about being like, we're, we're, we're talking about being okay with who we are and what we do. And having that validated, regardless of how cool or it is or it isn't, would will help produce more of that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, of course, I want to see somebody tap in. I want to see yeah. somebody like I want to see so, like somebody do something that they're really feeling in that moment, and not just something that's gonna wow me. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, double back, but wow. But it's like, you know, what I'm saying. If you are really moved by the the music or something like that, that's so much cooler than you know doing some cool stuff. And I love hearing that from you too, specifically, and why I sometimes like thinking on a public setting and saying, "You guys embody the spirit of hip hop." I could imagine some hater out there going like, "What? Like you can't say <laughs> it." But I I'm so confident that because like I've seen. OGs like Buddha Stretch or uh, Khalif or you know whoever watching you guys and having this joy and like these these smiles where it's like they're so proud of you and also like so impressed and you can do something like the Jabwalkies where my students would be like oh they so like yeah. it's not like uh, I think sometimes with the way that I dance I, I think I'm a little less um, 
uh, flashy that I was, especially when I started. Now I'm like totally fine just staying in my two-step and, and feeling the music. And nice. sometimes I feel like when a student is watching me dance, I have this idea that the student is like, this isn't even like, impre- like all you're doing is just bouncing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't get it and that's okay. Yeah. But but to have somebody who's like, I can bounce and I can also do a double backflip. <laughs> to, to say that, that there's merit in both of those things um, or the value of the, the latter or the, the former yeah. um, is so nice. Well, because the double backflip comes from the two-step. Yeah. Essentially. You know, just, the, yeah. It's just the development of that, of that base and, you know, appreciation. There's appreciation for dedication, of course, but like there's also appreciation for all of it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, it's, you know, you gotta, you gotta appreciate it all. Yeah, it's a, gotta appreciate it all. Yeah, for sure. I could talk to you for, we were right an hour now, and I could talk to you for seven more hours. Um, Man, I got anything to do. <laughs> do you? This, this, this was, this, this was my final year. <laughs> so, 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 hey, I'm, I'm Do you, um, what do you think as, and it's so hard to, to nail you down to one thing, which is the beautiful thing about you, whether you're a DJ, whether you're a dancer, whether you're a uh, event organizer, whether you're a shoe collector, like all of these, these hats that you wear, um, what do you think maybe like as a creative is the biggest like thing that stands in your way on a normal basis from doing what you feel like you need to do? Myself. Interesting. What does that mean? Uh, okay, that stands in that stands in the way. Um, like I like as of late, I've been really doing a lot of like self development and trying to figure my my crap out. Ooh, I haven't I haven't put a quarter in the swear right. jar yet. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, yeah, I think I think myself, you know, um, it, and I'm I'm finding out about myself that, um, you know, I have I have like low self esteem. You know, like that's mm. like real talk, and like regardless of like, despite, um, not regardless, despite all the things that I've been able to accomplish, the things that I've been able to do, I think I'm learning that a lot of the things that, um, a lot of the things that I've been able to do have come from a space of like low self esteem or like trying to raise that. You know, and so I, I'm really hip to the idea of me being like hypercritical of myself and like, um being so being so worried that the things that I do are are good or aren't good or will get me somewhere or will not get me somewhere or like the idea of not being able to stop creating and doing and um, I'm definitely like my worst enemy you know and, and I think one of the other biggest things is that I have difficulty just enjoying like being in the moment like um, I've recently not recently but like for a little bit now i've been like doing a little bit of meditating and i'm realizing that like being present is like my kryptonite Mm -hmm. it's so hard for me to be present in the moment because i'm so forward thinking and i'm so on to the next thing you know by choice and you know by survival you know but i'm realizing that being present is is tough is really 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 tough for me so um yeah i would say that like i stand in my own way a lot mm-hmm. for sure yeah I'm my own biggest enemy i feel that i feel that i feel like also your which you kind of touched on which i think is a similar season that i'm in now is like my ego 
uh, not necessarily, uh, my ego in the sense of like how I view myself is yeah. brought into like my decision making a lot mm-hmm. and like situations with students. So like last week I had probably like, I think it was just a hard week for some students, but I had like four or five students, like I would have to have a one-on-one with the student because they were acting up in my class and then they just started crying on me. Yeah. And I was like, I had a moment where I'm like, am I a bad teacher? And then, <laughs> and then after like further reflection, I was like, I'm an idiot for letting that be about me. Like yeah. that was just a student that had, you know, and, and I took those, those situations or I reviewed that as like, a, oh, that means something about like my process or whatever, which is hilarious. It's, and it's really, it's really, really good that you pinpointed that because that's a, that's a big thing for mm-hmm. sure, you know, and it, that'll definitely help you in the process of um, teaching. And, and, and one thing that I had to think about is that sometimes stuff doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah. Like sometimes like it's really easy to take stuff personally and it's really easy to, um, look at a situation and be a part of the situation and think that like your you being a part of the situation had something to do with the outcome of the situation mm-hmm. but sometimes it has nothing to do with you and, and sometimes to go a step further there there is such a thing as doing too much where it's like because let's say with one of the students if i tried so hard to keep bothering them i could make the situation worse Absolutely. and it's like it wasn't about me but now it is because i couldn't let Absolutely. it go yeah because you know? that kid could have just had a bad day yeah just um, so many, so many different, different things could have been the case, but you taking it as, ah, man, I'm being a bad teacher and then trying to change that would then just like what you said, would yeah. have, you know, making the situation worse, you know, as opposed to just being like assessing what the actual situation is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's for sure, yeah. Um, do you have, do you have anything to plug? I know thesis just happened and I feel like it would have maybe made sense to say this before thesis is an event that he runs in florida that's very successful and fun yeah i do stuff do you (laughs) (laughs) i do too much sometimes do you do you have anything coming up or no and that feels freaking great that's nice (laughs) well i will say for for hip-hop heads to go on soundcloud and look up remember hans yes go i still i feel like it's very regular of me to go freestyle to your stuff like i'm like i need to just dance for an hour i'll like play one of your mixes so. thank you well yeah. yeah i haven't put out a mix in like six to eight months um but uh because ricky is the homie and anybody who's listening to this is the homie um i will go ahead and give you uh, a gem and that's that everything that i either put into my mixes or i download not everything but like majority of my my music can be found in my soundcloud likes yeah my SoundCloud likes oh. is where the gold oh. is. If, so I haven't caught on to that. So now so I know. If, if, if I'm going to download it, I'm going to like it first so I can know that it's in my possession and then I'm going to download it. So yeah. if you are waiting on a mix from me, you're probably going to be waiting for a while <laughs> because like I said earlier in this, I'm not, I don't, I'm not really feeling the draw. But if you want the music that's probably going to mm-hmm. end up in those mixes, you can find it in my likes. Yeah. And don't tell anybody I told you that. Um, I'm glad this out, don't worry. Yeah, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> like more music and, and, yeah. and whatever the case may be. I don't own it, so it's not like I can hoard it, you know. But yeah, yeah definitely check out my likes. Um, I'm on SoundCloud pretty often, and so that's updated pretty recently. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, remember Hans SoundCloud and then is it Hans Pierre on Instagram? Or is it Remember Hans? Remember Hans. I think Remember Hans on everything. Cool. Just so you can remember me. Look at that. Remember, look at that. It's like he had this all planned out. Yeah. Well, I, I'm i not going to look at you while I say this because I know it's, it's, it's embarrassing you get mad at me. But I really do... The Floridians, you guys, everything is like you're you're such a big inspiration and have a special place in my heart. And I know so many other people's hearts. And I think of like people like BT from the Clippers and stuff that are just like that look at you guys and they're like, uh, like they they're literally like a walking gold mine <laughs> of everything. Uh, just like good people, good talent, like everything. So um, I'm very grateful that that uh, you did this. Well, thank you, because this is super humbling, and um, regardless of what eyes you choose to see me with, um, it's it's I, it's really cool to feel like I have anything to contribute at all in any in any way, you know. And I think that, like I was saying, like I'm super forward thinking, and I'm like. The grind and mm-hmm. what more I have to do, but stuff like this like gives me the ability to like have to reflect yeah. on the things I have done and impact and um, you know the responsibility um, that I do have to myself and culture and um, yeah, it's it's just it's it's super cool and I would never not say yes to this um, and <laughs> if it wasn't for Ricky. Um, being such a good host and, and podcast doer, we would probably be on here for another two and a half hours <laughs> talking about God knows what. I'm actually, I'm, I'm. It, this is really cool because I could talk for a very long. There's time. nothing stopping us from doing it. <laughs> just for the record, we'll just part two it. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just part two it yeah. so that you know we can get those streams up and and leave the leave the fans, viewers, listeners leave them wanting more you know, even wanting more. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 very special to know. Be, again, because I, I look up to you and, and everybody else so much, it's special to know that each time I get a batch of new students, whether it's at the colleges or whether my middle schoolers, and I know, okay, I'm going to teach this this kid who's never seen a battle before, I'm going to like show them. And to know that the first battle they see is you guys is just like, like it's so it's so uplifting. And I'm like... I get I get to share the thing that I'm most excited about with hip hop dance to people that have never seen it before too. So and I think that's why like the kids at Scripps that they were I was telling you before that they were begging for you to be honest. They also like share that like joy when they see you. And it's like it's so nice. It's so that's, it's so great to be able to do that. That's that's tight. And yeah. And we're not done. <laughs> that's, the, that's the cool part. We're not done. Yeah. We're not done and you know 10 years this year as Floridians and you know we're not done yeah my, my knee says you got a little bit more time so hopefully we'll be I'll be able to you know have more battles and videos to give Ricky so that he can show the world definitely hopefully some of these students would be beating me in some of these battles and Bet. you know or or XYZ because that is freaking tight and wow. then you'll inspire the next generation and so on and so on and so on yeah. God willing, that's the plan. Woo! Thank you, sir. That's it. We're Woo! Out. Woo!